This episode contains adult themes and adult language. Listener discretion is strongly advised. Welcome to the Bold and Beautiful Podcast. I'm your host, Amanda, and I'm here with my lovely co-host, Miss Chelsea. Hey, B&B fans. Hey. Hi, guys. We promised that we were going to get caught up, and we're doing that right now. We're going to cover four weeks, and that's a lot for us. (laughs) So we are going to go ahead and get straight into the news. Guess what, Chels? What? We have our first storyline entry. <gasps> Shut your mouth. Our fan fiction. Uh, so thanks to, I hope I'm saying this right, Johanna, Johanna H., for your entry. I liked it. I really liked it. She went 80s on me. I'm digging it. Yeah, I loved it. Um, next week, next episode, I should say, we'll, uh, maybe we will have time to read it. But we have so much to cover that we just don't have time to do it this, this week. I have a question for you guys. Well, Marvin has a question for you guys. He says that the song, the song is uh, Feed the Wolf by Breaking Benjamin. I had not heard this song before. Um, I could see where he's making that connection. Good find, Marvin. Good find. (laughs) I want you guys to listen to it and then let us know what you think. Do you agree with Marvin? Because he says that this song should be Thomas's theme song. Yeah, and I'm not going to pay the royalty fees because I'm poor. So, yeah, just, you know, download it on your apps. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, and by the way, guys, I got called back to work and I was like kind of bummed because I was really kind of enjoying not having to work. But I got called back to work and it was one of those like you have to take the project or you forfeit your job basically. So I didn't have a choice. So now I'm like so busy because I'm trying to get my hours in at work and then just keeping everything straight. The two shows on YouTube and it's just crazy. Oh, and I can't believe I didn't mention hello. What is wrong with me? Guess who I met this past weekend and (gasps) interviewed? (gasps) Matthew Atkinson Thomas. He was so nice, guys. Like, he was so nice, but he was very uh, funny. He was very funny. You need to watch that episode if you haven't seen it. And you know what? He did tell us that filming is like crazy now. So when the camera is not rolling, they have to have their mask on. 
And a, he said several times he he's like ran onto set and they're like, okay, let's go. And they start rolling and he still has the mask on. Oh, jeez. <laughs> and he's like, oh, crap. And they have to take it off. But he said it's crazy. Like, it's so strict. And I was like, man, that is crazy. Oh, and he also said that at first he was nervous about the mannequin storyline. But he just decided to go, you know, serious with it. Mm-hmm. And I, and, you know, it worked out. Yeah. He, he saw that on his script and was like, what? I'm like, what? <laughs> like a mannequin? What? But yeah, guys, make sure you go watch that. It's on YouTube at JLJ Media. It's called The Bold Mini Spotlight. Speaking okay. of spotlights, Amanda got her lights to work very well. She's looking beautiful. Go see it. Oh, <laughs> thanks, Chels. Yeah, because I have a lot of trouble with my lighting. Like, that's another day because it's a long story. So that's all the news we have. Let's just go ahead and get into it. Are you ready, Chels? Yep. So enough with the chit-chat. On with the recap. <laughs> Okay, guys, we're going to cover four weeks, and that is a lot. So what we're going to do is the first three weeks, we're going to cover the highlights. We're not going to go into, like, detail, detail. And if something's not that important, I left it out. Okay? Because we don't need to hear Liam beg Hope 75 times. Okay? I put it in once and said, repeat. (laughs) There you go. Yep. Okay, so week one is February 15th through the 19th. It seems so long ago. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) The week opens at Forrester, and basically Thomas tells Brooke and Ridge that he is ready to move out, and he wants Brooke to forgive him, and of course she's still kind of leery. And um, she doesn't say no, so I think she will forgive him eventually. Mm, Unfortunately. (laughs) A little later, uh, Thomas gets a visit from Vinny, and we learn that he has a new job, and he's just acting weird. Like, I don't know. He's just acting weird. Yeah, drugs are just bad, okay? (laughs) Like... Not trying to judge, but are they purposely kind of making Vinny look weird? Is it me? Did we, Vinny lose weight? Like, he just looks a little different. He did lose weight. He did. Yeah. I, and um, I noticed that. Even though we're being quick, no, I am not going to let Thomas's jacket slide by me. <laughs> like, I'm is it me? Or, it. To me, it looked inside out. It was, yeah. It was strange. It it reminded me of the 80s or something. Because it was like bomber jacket style, but it had like purple blue stripe or whatever. And to me, that would seem more like of a lining on the inside of a jacket than the outside. I don't know. Yeah. I, but I saw it. I saw it, guys. I saw it. And uh, Vinny even said, uh, don't you want the baby to be Liam's? I was like, that's a strange thing to say. He was just being weird. Yeah. Um, over at the hospital, after a very long wait, guys, and I mean, we're talking like it was two or three days 
we finally get the results. And guess who the baby daddy is? <gasps> dun, dun, dun. Big shocker. Big shocker. Liam. Don't Freaking fall out of your seat. Liam. Liam, guys. And immediately hope's devastated and she just takes off running she's like you two suck (laughs) and she takes off running and and then liam takes off running after her and finn is also devastated oh yeah I, i thought it was sad because they go home right finn and steffi go to her house and he looks at the wall and that stupid painting. And he's like, I can't believe it's Liam's. And you know how these two are. They're in love. They're in love. I'm going to be there for you. Take the picture down, girl. Take the picture down. Please. Over at the cabin, uh, Hope is devastated it's like whoa poor thing and liam's right behind her right (laughs) he's like i'm so sorry i'm so sorry for like the millionth time she was ruthless though like Mm. she was not having it Mm. she said you know what i'm sorry i'm sorry i trusted my heart to a man who thinks so low of me and he was like gutted (laughs) I loved it. Yeah. Oh my god. Okay. And then at one point, <laughs> they actually did touch because, like, Hope does this, like, just freak <laughs> out and then, like, collapse. She just flings herself over the ottoman. <laughs> yeah. She like, and so she's like, you know, heads up, seven up style on the ottoman, and. I'm sorry, that was like body double because he comes up and he's like actually comforting her because, you know, all these other scenes where you're like, okay, you guys should be hugging right now. Like, but okay. Like he, this, they really had to do it. But like the sound wasn't matching up to the body movement. So the cry would be like, (laughs) and the body would be like barely moving. And then all of a sudden her, her body would be like convulsing and it would just be like, (laughs) It was. I was just like, what is going on? Like, "Mm, okay. But the tagline, like the line that Liam said that really got me, because she's just like, I can't do this anymore, like freaking out. And Liam literally said, this is what we do best. Excuse me? We take the hit. Yeah. Get back up again. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, I literally cheat on you and like break your heart. And then you forgive me. Like, this is what we do best, babe. Like, what the f- <laughs> I know, right? Wow. I can't. I can't with him. Yeah. Okay, yeah. I couldn't believe that Liam said that. It was like, what? And she was like, I don't want to do it anymore. Well, I assumed that that must be Liam's wife wearing a wig. And since they could touch and be together, you know? I'm sure, but you could have, like, at least matched the sound a little better. Yeah. <laughs> I'm glad they did put that in, though, because it was getting really weird. They haven't touched, hugged, nothing. Yeah. Mm, yeah. Oh, and hi, Bridget. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that was the next part I was going to. Okay, so I just 
am getting super nervous about this, okay? Mm. Brooke and Ridge are like, no matter what, no matter what happens with our kids, we're not going to let it come between us, no matter what. I'm like, why are you bringing it up? <laughs> On When they bring things up, it's usually not good. Mm-mm. Well, Steffi texts them the news and they find out Finn's not the father and they're both upset and we get a visit from Bridget. Um. Now, I thought, oh, by the way, I love Bridget, but I thought that maybe she was going to be involved somehow because she's a doctor with finding oh. things out, but I was wrong. <laughs> yeah, no, she was like one and done episode. Yeah, it was like two seconds. We're like, oh, but, hey. Yeah, okay, she was bye. shocked too. <clears throat> yeah. The news. She was like, what? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and like side note, why does everyone assume that Hope would just run to Thomas's arms? Like, she's never really been attracted to him. She never like really dated him. When she was dating him, it's because she was out of her mind, grief stricken. Like... Why do they like you know like with Vinny and and everybody? It's like uh, just because she would break up with Liam doesn't mean she's necessarily just gonna like run to Thomas. Sure. I don't know why that's the automatic like yeah. answer. <laughs> yeah, no, you're right. I, I was thinking that. I was like, I don't know. I mean, I know she's gonna forgive him, but I don't know about getting with him. Like after the best thing, I don't know. If you could forgive somebody that much. <laughs> yeah. If anything, Flo should watch out because she actually was attracted to Wyatt. Ooh. Oh, yeah. True. I forgot about that. They were married. And they've been a little too comfy for too long. Oh, I got another theory for that. I'll, mm. When we get to it. And yes, guys, I'm not. I am totally aware of Donna's fashion choices this week, I was having a moment. I was like, uh, did Brooke and Donna, like, grab each other's wardrobe on accident? Like, what happened to Madonna? We'll get into it. It's four weeks. I am very much aware and seeing what is going on. And um, I'll give it to Brooke. She was looking lovely in her little black dress thing. And... The high-waisted flower pants and yarn shirt combo that Donna was rocking was not my favorite. (laughs) I don't know which week it was. One week, she looks like a cupcake. The pink thing? Yeah, and I even thought, though, you know what? She's so pretty, she could pull that off. I made a note somewhere in here where I was like, what is going on with, like... Because you know how, like, 90s fashion is kind of coming back right now? But they're kind of doing, like, a combo of, like, 90s and 70s with all these, like, yarn shirts and dresses. (laughs) And I'm just like, uh, I don't know. Okay, back at Forrester, Thomas gets the news that Finn is not the father. And... Vinny is with him, and he doesn't look very surprised. And I was like, um, this is getting odd. Yeah, and Vinny had a white lab coat. Yeah, they obviously want us to know something's up with Vinny. 
over at Spencer, Wyatt, Flo, and Bill are just gossiping, basically, about Liam and Katie and everything that's going on. And when Bill leaves, Wyatt and Flo go on and on and on about how great their relationship is. And I said, okay, there you go. That's a red flag right there. They're so happy. That's just what you said. (laughs) I know. Everything's going too good for them. Too good. Too good. So then we have a Donna alert. Because at Brooke's house, Bill goes over there and basically begs Brooke and Donna to help him get Katie back. Yeah. That's the new master plan. They're skeptical, but ultimately they say that they will they will do it. Back at Forrester, I thought this was kind of funny, so I put it. Katie and Paris are talking, and Katie gives Paris advice about having overbearing sisters, which I thought was funny. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and Little then, sisters unite. <laughs> yeah, really. And then Eva, the publicist, she comes in, and I put this in because... She's cute, and I think that her character's funny because she was so nosy. She and is so nosy. She was, yeah, she was trying to get all the gossip, and I was like, you know what? I like that because I would be trying to get all the gossip so that when I went back to the other office, I'd be like, y'all, guess what I heard? <laughs> yeah. You're never going to believe what's going on over there at the main office. I know, and, like, you could tell, like, Because she's just talking like, oh, it's so great that your sister will be right here, blah, blah, blah. And it's like Paris is visibly, physically uncomfortable. And Eva was just not letting up. And I was just like, (laughs) okay, you can go away now, girl. Like, Jesus. And that actress, I can't think of her name at this second, is married to Darren Brooks Wyatt in real life. Mm Mm-hmm. Then we go downstairs to the showroom, and we finally get the Carter, Zoe, Paris, Zenday confrontation, right? Yeah. And I loved it, because we got to see a whole other side of Carter. Yeah. And he did not hold back. Like, he tells them what he thinks. Like, just the way his face is, when he's, like, angry talking, I feel like he's about to, like, go, like finish it by, like, spitting in your face. Like, Pleh. Yeah, I know, right? Like, at any second, I thought he was just going to go, Pleh. <laughs> Like. I wrote down, Zenday is lucky Carter did not kick his ass. Because he looked mad enough to kick his ass. Yeah. And yeah. then Zoe, I don't know why on earth. She thought this would make things better. But she proceeds to tell Carter all about the missed text that Zenday sent. And how it got her all rattled. What are you doing? That is yeah. not going to help your cause, girl. <laughs> like, no, not at all. Oh, you got a text and that made you doubt our whole ass relationship? Wonder. Cool. I was like, Wow. And then Zenday walks in, and Carter looks at him and goes, Oh, speak of the devil? Is that how you treat a friend, Zenday? You go after their fiancé? I was like, Oh. But then Zenday pops back with the, We weren't even that close. (gasps) 
Oh. I was like, oh, burn. Burn. Oh. I was like, that was rude. At that point, I was like, all right, check, confirmed, solid. Yes, I'm sorry. Zenday's trash. Zenday is trash. I was like, Carter's going to kill this dude. And then Carter goes, you have no integrity. You had a wife, you dumped her, and then you went after Zoe. And I was like, oh. I know. And then Zendaya was like, oh, what was I supposed to do? Just, like, throw her under the bus? Like, yes. full. <laughs> okay, like, I get it. You're saying you and Carter were not that close. But literally, this is some rando girl that told you she follows you on Instagram. Thank you. And whether you and Carter were besties or whatever, I know you've spent time with each other on holidays. Uh, technically, he's right. your motherfucking boss, bro. Um, I don't know. Maybe you might want to, you know, connect the dots there. Even if you ain't that close, like, I'm not going to bang my boss's, you know, fiance. Like, (laughs) right? Just a, just a idea. (laughs) Just a little piece of advice for you guys. Not a good idea to do that. Yeah, no. But yeah, that was crazy. Like, he just met her. Like, some random chick that follows you on Instagram, and you're going to be like, oh, yeah, I don't care. And then, like, tell Carter, we weren't that close. Like, what? Because yeah. you sure seem real happy to see him when you came to town. Yeah, and how many times did he say, I can't do that to Carter. He's my friend. Now, all of a sudden, he's not? Yeah, Zenday's trash. <laughs> he's trash. <laughs> Then Carter puts Paris on the spot because Paris walks in as Zoe is like, I love you. I'm so sorry. And all this stuff. And Carter looks right at Paris and goes, do you believe her? I was like, oh, talk about put you on the spot. Yeah. But Zoe, uh, Zoe just, uh, Zoe is one is the epitome of cannot take personal responsibility. No, 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 no. None of this is her fault. None of it. No, no. Uh, but, you know, Paris B's the good little sister, and she says that she does believe her. Yeah, she always has her back, and she doesn't deserve it. Not at all. Looking like a damn doily. Get out of here. <laughs> and then Carter just says, you know what, Paris, thanks for your honesty. But I'm going to give you some advice. I'm going to give you a warning. You need to be careful around Zenday. And then he just walks out. Oh. Mm-hmm. And then we go upstairs and we finally get to see Eric for a second. Hi, Eric. <laughs> and basically, Ridge is just catching him up on everything that's going on. The Carter and Zoe thing, the Steffi situation. And you know, Eric, he's all sweet. And he's worried. See, again, Chelsea, again. Okay? Again, it's mentioned. Eric's worried that this whole kid thing is going to come between Ridge and Brooke again. And I was like, stop saying it. Why do they keep saying it? Yeah. Eric leaves, and then Zoe has the damn nerve 
to come into the office and ask Ridge to talk to Carter for her. What is wrong with you? Yeah. She's crazy. I was like, get the hell out of here. That's how we even like, get the hell out. Okay, who do you think Carter, who do you think told Carter, like, get the hell out of my office? Yeah, he don't. Before I fire you. He don't play, he don't, he ain't falling for her big old doe eyes. It ain't happening. Mm-mm. He's like, nah. Another thing that bothers me is downstairs, now Zenday is putting the moves on Paris. And he's like, oh, uh, can you just give me a chance and blah, blah, blah. And she's like, you know what you did was like really shady boots. And he's like, oh, yeah, I know. But uh, Zoe was just confused and blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, oh, no. She's falling for him now. I know. I wanted her to tell him to kick rocks. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. At least give him a little bit of a harder time. You know... Okay, back, this is the last scene. Back at Brooks, uh, Donna, here we go again. This is the third time. Donna's concerned that the whole baby thing is going to come between Ridge and Brooke. Mm. Okay, third time. (laughs) Stop Mm. saying it, people. And then Katie arrives, and they do what they said they were going to do. They start talking Bill up, you know, like... Don't you miss him and yada, yada, yada. And the part that bothered me, right? They're all tearful. You know how they are. They're, mm. so, they're so good at crying. It's amazing to me. And um, Brooke says that Bill loves you, Katie. Let him come home. Reunite your family. And I was like, excuse me. Okay, I personally do not think Brooke should ever be able to speak on this subject ever. Right? Like, does anyone else think it's weird? Uh, The person that he cheated with is telling you to trust him? Mm -mm. Mm-mm. Why? Because you're not going to, you're not going to, like, give in to his advances, Brooke, this time? You're not going to, so she should just trust him? I know Brooke was even saying, like, like, telling him, Losing you changed him. And I'm like, which time, girl? Which time? Thank you. Like, give me a break. And I'm sorry. I also think it's a little weird that uh, Wyatt was the one to go, you know, like, did we all just kind of forget that Katie also banged out Wyatt? <laughs> right? Yeah, it's it's weird. That they, like, lived in her bed for, like, a month? Like, did we do... Are we just blocking that out? Like, <laughs> Yeah, we're supposed to forget <sighs> that happened. <but laughs> I'm just like, you know what, Brooke? How about you just shut up about Bill and just be thankful that she's even speaking to your ass, okay? Mm-hmm. Is what I would have turned around and said to her, like, Oh, excuse me, ma'am, you have something to say about my husband that he cheated on me with you? You have something to say about that? Um, yeah, I'm gonna need you to sit over there and be quiet. You're lucky I'm even speaking to you and not punching you in the face right now. Shut up. I know, right? It's like, uh, I just don't feel that Brooke is the right person to go to, to like advocate for you. Like, that's so odd to me. Yeah, Brooke's whole speech literally was like making me sick to my stomach. Mm -hmm. I was like, okay, we need to stop. 
Again. I mean, y'all know I hate many a thing about this show. It's it's a daily thing of why am I watching this? Oh yeah, I love Amanda. I'm gonna keep watching this show. <laughs> Whatever. She yeah. loves this show. She anyway, watched it before this. Anyway, <laughs> I'm just saying the like top five ish things I hate about this show. The number ish one, maybe two, is everyone just forgiving cheating like it's like drinking water. Like I don't understand. I do not understand how this show can like be like, oh, they cheated and it's fine. Your family, forgive them, blah, blah, blah. I don't know. Maybe that happens in real life. I don't know. But in my life, my group of circle, like, nah, we don't play. We don't play like that. I don't understand it. Well, yeah. Okay. I, I totally, I totally get what you're saying. Um, one of the worst ones was when <laughs> Brooke thought, I don't know if you remember Oliver. He was a photographer. But Brooke thought yes, Oliver yes, yes, yes. was Ridge. Yes. And she had sex with him. Supposedly, she thought it was Ridge because they had the same Halloween costume on. <laughs> was that Oliver or Deacon? It was Oliver. And she slept with... Uh, because Hope was, like, all in love with Oliver, remember? The photographer. But I thought that's how she banged out Deacon and got pregnant with Hope. Mm-mm. No, she slept with Deacon on purpose. Oh, Free Willy? Yep. <laughs> oh, because Oliver wasn't all... But Oliver was, like, a boyfriend of one of her daughters, right? Yeah, Hope. And she oh, was, okay, like, okay. it was before... It was pre-Liam. It was before oh, yeah, Liam yeah, yeah, came. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And Hope was, yeah, like, yeah. in love with Oliver. And then he slept with Brooke on accident. He thought Brooke was Hope. And Hope thought he was Ridge. I was like, what? Or, yeah, Brooke thought he was Ridge. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that was the word. And then, yeah, Deacon was married to his other daughter. Or to, to who? To Bridget. To Bridget. Or dating her, married her, whatever. And then that's when Brooke got... Yeah. So she got pregnant by her daughter's significant other. She broke up her sister's <laughs> marriage like three times. It's not her fault, Chelsea. She slept with her other daughter's son. It's yeah. not her fault. It's that's Ridge's your favorite. Fault. That's your favorite. That's your favorite. <laughs> it's Ridge's fault. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Mm -hmm. All right, you ready to go to week two? Yeah, let's get out of this. <laughs> let's get out of this. Just <laughs> <laughs> my piece out. All right, week two is February 22nd through the 26th. And the week opens with Finn at Forrester, and he has a big thing of flowers for Steffi. Basically, he tells Ridge, because Ridge is there, that uh, he's in it for the long haul, and he loves Steffi, and he's going to love this baby. Uh. Mm -hmm. Over at Spencer, Wyatt, Flo, and Liam are discussing Liam's life. Uh. And they're like, hang in there, Liam. And then when Liam leaves, Flo's like, I don't think they're going to make it. Uh, <laughs> it's like cracking up. She's like, I don't think their marriage is going to survive this. 
And yeah, her sweater shirt was ugly. Thank you. <laughs> Back at Forrester downstairs in the showroom, Hope and Thomas are talking. And again, Vinny shows up and he's acting weird. And he says weird things and it makes Hope uncomfortable. So she leaves. And Thomas is like, what the hell is wrong with you? I don't know. That's what we all want to know, right? Yeah. Okay, guys. I had this conspiracy in my brain that, like, Vinny wasn't, like, really there for, like, a little bit. Okay. So, I was thinking, you know, Thomas had this brain injury, whatever. Maybe he was having one of those, like, fight club moments. And, like, (laughs) Vinny wasn't really real. But then this scene, I was like, oh, I guess, yeah, Vinny's real. Because <laughs> Hope acknowledged him. <laughs> she was like, Chelsea was like, oh, maybe he's fake. Like the mannequin. Yeah, like maybe it's just like, I mean, I know Vinny is a real character. But I thought maybe like it wasn't really happening. Like it was happening in Thomas's head. <laughs> but like, you know, the mean side of Thomas. But it like, um, what's the word? I almost said metastasized. No, it's not. A tumor. Um, <laughs> I'm sorry, guys. Okay, full disclosure. Chelsea's brain is not on full cylinders. Like, I've worked a billion hours. I'm not human, but I love you, and I'm doing this. Okay, so I thought he wasn't real. I thought he was like a... Uh, gosh, damn it. I don't know the words. I don't know words today. A figment of yeah. his imagination. Yeah, but like the evil side. So it's like, a, um, like an evil twin. Yeah, I don't know. Whatever. I'll think of it in like randomly in five hours from now. I'll be like, the word is. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, but this proved that, oh, Vinny's real. But this is also when I was like, oh, shit, Vinny, Vinny, like switched the results. Like I had like an inkling of it right now. Yeah, I was just about to tell you, this is when all the flags, the red flags went up for me. Because I was like, wait a minute, wait a minute. Why is Vinny talking like all of a sudden he's a he's a, a nurse or a doctor or something? Because he's right. talking like markers and, and paternity, DNA, this stuff. And then he's like, we already found out that he worked at the lab, right? So then he, it was like, oh, okay. Something's definitely wrong. Yeah. And Oh, and he said, yeah, they weren't subtle at all, Chelsea, because he said, one day you're going to thank your old buddy, Minnie. And I was like, oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. I definitely was like, okay, I know where we're going now. <laughs> yeah. I know and where this train's headed. Yeah, Ridge had went down there. And it was like the three of them. And Ridge was even looking at Vinny like, what? Like, what are you talking about? Like, it was it was very weird. It was a very like, oh, they made it very obvious that we should be suspect of Vinny right now. Yeah, very. They're like, hey, everybody, it's Vinny. It's Vinny. (laughs) The real question is, is Thomas going to realize it and do the right thing? Or is he going to roll with it? Well, we'll have to wait and see. Back upstairs. The main reason I put this in is just because um, we have a little confrontation between Steffi and Hope. It wasn't too crazy or anything. But Finn is asking Steffi 
right? If you had the chance, would you reunite with Liam? Like, would you? Oh, yeah. Be honest. And Hope walks in as he's saying it. And she's like, I want to know the answer to that, too. And I was like, yeah, so do I. (laughs) I was like, yeah, let's answer that. She kind of skirts around it at first. But then she just straight out says, I want a life with Finn. I want to have a kid with Finn. I want to have a life with Finn. I want to be with Finn. And um, Finn kind of looks at Hope and then just walks out. And I was—I guess he thought, well, there's your answer. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. <sighs> I don't know. Like, Steffi was kind of like, I was just like, damn, Steph, like, you don't, we know the timeline. We don't need you to, like, rub this in, you know, like, okay, like, I don't know. At one point, I was just like, damn, Steffi, like. I don't know. You need to chill. Like, you were in the wrong. You slept with someone else's husband. I don't care if you guys have a kid together. You dated for however long before. Whatever. He was married to someone else. And you were dating someone else. So, I'm sorry. She, like, basically tells Hope, you just need to live with this. This is what's happening. Figure like, And it's like, okay, well, then you need to take some of the repercussions of your actions, lady. How about that? Yeah. Yeah. I didn't like when she said that either because I was like, what? Because she basically is like, I'm not trying to be mean, but it is what it is, and we have to deal with it. And I was like, "Uh, okay. Like, calm down. Yeah. Yeah. But Finn goes over to Spencer Oh, tell Liam that. all about himself. And I was like, yes, Finn, tell him. Mm-mm-mm. Yeah, Finn comes in to Bill's office. And Bill kind of looks at Liam. And Liam gives him, like, a, a head nod that it's cool, you know? Mm-hmm. So Bill leaves. And I loved this because Finn said, he just told Liam, like, everything we wanted to say to him forever. <laughs> yeah, he lo- he tells him that, you know, Steffi and Hope both deserve better than Liam. I was like, mm-hmm. oh. And like, Liam cannot handle it. He cannot oh, no. handle it. Mm-mm. Nope. Some of the stuff he said was like, whoa. I can't believe he just said that. He said, um, one of the things he said that was like, wow. He just walked in and he's like, how many lives have you ruined? Or... Like, is this something you just always do? I was like, whoa. And he said, um, you just do what you want and everybody else picks up the pieces types of basically, you know. Uh And I was like, ooh. And then he says, if you're Mr. Truth and Honesty, why are so many people constantly getting hurt by you? Mm. I was like, thank you. And he says, I'm putting you on notice. Steffi's not going to be hurt by you ever again. Oh. Oh. (laughs) And then Liam's like, I feel bad enough. I don't need to hear this from somebody new. Oh, yeah. I tried to, I I wrote whatever and it put Whataburger. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, whatever Whataburger. 
Yeah, I mean, Finn is totally blaming Liam for everything, which I get that. But at the same time, um, yeah, you need to be a little upset at your lady too, bro. But okay. But Finn was getting wild-eyed. Like, his eyes were getting, like, I thought they were going to go to blows. Yeah, he was like, I'm not, he was not playing. He, I'm not playing with you. You won't hurt Steffi again. And I was like, ooh. Yeah, it was good. It yeah. was good. Well, back over at Forrester, poor Thomas, he's trying to get in touch with Vinny, and Vinny's dodging his calls uh-huh. because he doesn't want to talk to him. And Thomas is, like, really upset because yeah. he feels in his gut that something's wrong. Yeah, he's, like, mumbling to himself, and, like, Hope walks in. I'm like, just tell her, Thomas. Just just tell her you suspect something. Uh-huh. So over at Spencer, basically Wyatt and Flo are discussing her past and she really wants to like be a part of the Logans. She wants to be accepted by them. Oh, yeah. And Shauna comes in and they're just discussing how she really wants to be a part of the family. Yeah. Yeah. Now we go over to the lab. Okay. Vinny finally answers Thomas's call and he agrees to meet him at the apartment. Because at this point, Thomas is like frantic. He's like, you will, you will meet me over there. (laughs) Here's the thing. Okay. When we get to the apartment and we go in. The table. Did you guys notice the table is just full of drugs? There's like pills, there's bottles, there's powder. And I was yeah. like, okay, okay. Yeah, they kind of went weird on the storyline though, because it was like, like at the end of Wednesday is when Thomas like calls him and he's like, or confronts him. Was it in the apartment or was it on the phone? Because there was like a long old pause, the episode ended. Then the next day started, and Thomas was just like, oh, no, it was the apartment, because Thomas was like, I'm sorry, I had to run out, because Douglas had called. And I was like, what? <laughs> what, yeah, what it happened? Was, it was weird, because they're fighting, right? And Vinny says, I swear, I ran the test, but it's legit. And then um, we, it kind of just, that's it. So, yeah, then the next time, you're like, well, what happened? And, yeah. And then the next episode starts and it's like, oh, okay, Douglas called, so you ran out of the apartment. Yeah, it was weird. I was like, yeah. All right. This is this may not be a popular decision, but I've made a decision. I've decided that I'm going to give Flo a second chance. <gasps> what? 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 If I and can Chelsea give- quits the pod. Well, if I can give Thomas a second chance, and I can give Brooke a second chance, and I can give Ridge a second chance, I have to give Flo a second chance. Oh, okay. Is that the logic? Cool. (laughs) I haven't given any of them a chance, (laughs) so I'm still on the no-Flo train. Well, you know what? I would like to see who Flo is, because I don't think, I still do not think we know who Flo is. And uh, that's kind of a reason why I don't want to at this point. I feel like we need to, though. 
If it takes two damn years to know someone, what's the what? No. <laughs> <laughs> well, I am gonna let go of the grudge, Chelsea, and give her a chance. You have fun with that. <laughs> So Wyatt decides that he needs to go talk to Katie on Flo's behalf. And he's smart because he knows what to say to get to Katie, right? Because he used to bang her. He knows what to say. (laughs) Um, I felt like Wow, that's kind of below the belt, Wyatt. But okay. So he brings up that um, she saved her life and gave her the kidney. And then he brings up Storm. And I'm like, all right. Like, he is, yeah. What's she going to say? Well, that convinces her. But at first, she's like, "Um, well, I do forgive her. And he, and she's like, oh, no, you want me to go to Brooke and Donna. And he's like, yeah. I'm like, oh, okay. He's like, but have you forgiven her? You don't, like, take her to play? You don't hang out with her? You don't blah, blah, blah. I'm like, ah. Uh-uh. 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 I don't know. <laughs> but I just, it works. It does, because Katie's really a softie. I love Katie, though. All right. So now this was an awkward moment. We head across the hall. And guess what? Liam and Finn show up to take Steffi to her doctor's appointment. Awkward. Uh-huh. And I did like how Steffi handled it because she told Liam, you know what? I got this, dude. Don't need you to go. You need to concentrate on hope and bye bye. Basically, is what she said. <laughs> yeah. She at first she says no one's going with her, but ultimately Finn goes with her. Mm. So the last scene of this whole week is at the cabin, and I just put this in once because it happened more than once. I think I'm pretty sure it did. Liam begs for forgiveness again. Like, he gets on his knees and begs for Hope not to give up on him. It happened multiple times, and I got confused. So, I was like, I'm just going to put it on once and say, like, times whatever. Like, times two. (laughs) Times five million. Yeah. And that's how the weekends. Bye, week. So we are, wow, we are moving right along. Tells we're doing really good. People are going to be like, you missed everything. (laughs) (laughs) I hope not. I think we hit all the important stuff, right? Mm. Well, you know what? If we didn't, let us know. But in a nice nice way. (laughs) And if you say it in a mean way, hey, you know what? This is free. (laughs) (laughs) we paid to run this out of our own money so yeah so let's move on to week three march the first through the fifth the week opens at the apartment with Vinny and thomas and Vinny is 
adamant that he did not mess with a result. He's saying over and over, they're legit, I promise. And Thomas is like, they better be or I'll never forgive you. Yeah, and this is like when that pink dress appears. Okay. <laughs> um, Finn goes to the appointment with Steffi at the hospital. And they have like a sweet moment. And, you know, I really like Finn. Because even though the baby's not his, he's like already in love with it. Like he can't help himself. He's looking at the monitor, and he's holding her hand, and he's looking. Like, it's just sweet. Yeah. I hope he doesn't turn out to be a Liam. Sweet on the outside and sour on the inside. <laughs> no, he might go a Thomas route and be nut job. That's possible. Okay, so now we head to Forrester. And Katie has decided that Wyatt is right and Flo deserves another chance. So she summons Brooke and Donna to talk. Meh. And I can tell you at first, Brooke is like, what? Yeah. Mm -mm. It takes a couple days of convincing because she's very hesitant and she's like, I don't trust her, which is totally understandable. Smartest thing she's ever said. Yeah. Ultimately, though, Katie is really um, convincing, and she uses the storm card, the stormy card, Mm. and they agree to give her a chance for storm. Yeah. I just hope they don't regret it. They will. Now we head to Spencer Publications, and Flo is explaining to Shauna that Basically the same thing I already said. She was really hoping that she would have a relationship with at least Katie by now. And Wyatt walks in and he has this smile. Kind of like, you know, and Shauna looks at him and she's like, notices that he'd done something. And immediately, like just a few minutes, Flo gets a call from Katie. And she rushes over to... Forrester Creations. Mm. And I was like, <laughs> huh, maybe Katie, you, maybe Katie has more feelings for Wyatt than she'll admit. I mean, it is like, I don't know, Donna and Brooke are like, oh, forgive Bill. So Katie's like, okay, well, you want to play the we need to forgive people card. Here you go. Forgive Flo. They're like, oh. Yeah, that's actually, you know, I didn't even think of that. That is a good point, Chels. Wow. <laughs> Sometimes I have them. <laughs> but honestly, guys, I feel like a ballpoint pen right now. There ain't no point. <laughs> rolling, just rolling. That is good. I've never heard that one. Okay, so they up. forgive Flo. Mm-hmm. And Flo rushes over to Forrester. Now we're going to go to the hospital really quick because we have a run-in between Finn and Vinny. And this is when everything became clear to me. Mm-hmm. Do you guys remember a few months ago, they said multiple times that Vinny has a big crush on Steffi? And I saw here that Vinny is jealous of Finn. 
He's, he was rude to him, and he even said, oh, why? Because Finn was like, oh, hey. He's like, I didn't know you worked here. And Vinny was like, why would you? You're a big shot doctor. You don't notice little people like me. And I was like, oh. Mm, truth, mm. though. Truth. Vinny was very rude. <laughs> hmm. Maybe I'm on to something. I don't know. Maybe. But it, why else? Why does he hate Finn? Can somebody explain this to me? Finn was nothing but nice to him when he walked in. And he was like, oh, Thomas's friend. And he was all nice. And then I'm like, why is Vinny being so mean? That's all I can think is Vinny partly did this because he's jealous because he likes Steffi. So I totally forgot he liked Steffi. So when I was watching this, I was just like, oh, he's guilty. He just feels guilty. So he's like, he doesn't want to be buddy buddies with him because then he's going to feel more guilty. Well, that, that totally could be it, too. It's easier to do something terrible to someone you don't like. Yeah, that's true. Now we head back to Forrester and the Logan sisters forgive Flo. Everybody's happy. They all agree. They're going to give her another chance and she promises they won't regret it, etc. So I did want to add this one little part. Steffi is showing everyone her ultrasound pic all week. And I just thought that was funny. (laughs) (laughs) She was like, here, Thomas, you want to see? Here, Dad, you want to see? Here, Finn. Like, it was just funny. Me. I think now we're going to the next day. Because you know, guys, I get confused. I always go off if they changed clothes or not. But sometimes it's hard to tell. I don't know if y'all have the same problem. (laughs) so i think it's the next day and katie is telling brooke that she hopes that she didn't feel too pressured and i was like that's hilarious of course she felt pressured i said yeah she's still sus Mm -hmm. katie calls ridge into the office and she has this great idea that she wants to give flu a job Hmm. ridge is like yeah I don't know about that. And doing what, dude? This whole thing. I'm like, give her a job doing what? What does Flo even do? Like, she was like a waitress, right? Yeah, she was a bartender or something. Is she even still doing that? Does she even work? Why it's rich? (laughs) You know that girl ain't working. Yeah, I'm just like, this whole thing of Katie being like, oh, I want to give her a job. And, like, they literally, like, don't even mention what the job is. Well, <laughs> for this, like- is, this is what she said. She, they didn't say, like, specific. She just said, I was, I was going to have Flo help me and Paris. See, I missed and, that. And I guess with the PR and the the... What is that foundation that Paris does? But that's all she said. I oh, guess maybe see, like an assistant. I literally didn't hear any of that. So like through this whole conversation, I was just like, when they were like, oh, we're going to give her a job. We're going to give her a job. I'm like, doing what? <laughs> doing what? <laughs> I know. I was like that too. Because they didn't say it immediately. 
And I was like, what is she? I don't understand. And then she like accepted the job. I'm like, you don't even know what it is. What if it's cleaning toilets? Like, you don't even know. Like, I was so just like, what? So ultimately, she takes the job before she even knows what it is. Well, before Chelsea knows what it is, that's for sure. (laughs) Well, because in this case, for once, Ridge Ridge actually said something smart. He he was like, I'm not sure about hiring her. But then he looked at Brooke and he was like, you know what? I'm going to do whatever Brooke thinks is best. Like, I'm going to back her up, basically. And I was like, finally. Jeez. Uh Right? Uh Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Then, over at Spencer, Shauna, Flo, and Wyatt are celebrating when she gets the text from Katie and she rushes back over to Forrester again to find out about this job. (laughs) And then, I'm sorry, guys, if it's a little out of order because I kind of was confused because of... I just get confused sometimes when when you're not sure because they have a scene where Ridge is talking to Carter and and Ridge basically says you need to be with somebody who only wants you 100%. And poor Carter is like wrecked. He's like yeah. he don't know what to do and he's trying to get advice and Ridge tells him I really hope that you do, you know, that you really think about this. Yeah. Because Ridge doesn't want him with her. Yeah. Ridge asks him, he's like, what do you want, Carter? What do you actually want? And, like, he kind of, like, paused and twitched for a second, like, yeah. Yeah. (laughs) He's like, nobody asked me that. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. That is true, because Zoe's constantly what she wants, what yeah. she wants, what she I wants. want our life together. I want, I want, me, me, me. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. And now we go downstairs. It, Zoe, oh my God, Zoe is really trying my nerves. So she's uh. telling, right? She's telling Paris. That she's determined to win Carter's trust back and blah, blah, blah. And as usual, Paris is being supportive. But she she does get a little strict because she asks. She does. She asks Zoe, like, why did you even flirt with Zenday at all? Mm -hmm. Like, what made, like, why? Why did you do that? And she goes into her whole uh, self-sabotage, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, girl, you didn't even love Thomas. Shut up. Like, get out of here. Like, uh, uh, deflect, deflect, deflect. Yeah. And I felt like even though she was telling her, look, you never, like, you did this to yourself, basically. She was still, like, being sweet and saying, you know, like, I really hope that you, it works out, and yeah. I don't know. I just think she don't deserve her as a sister. I'm sorry. She don't deserve a lot of things. Like, the way Zoe was, like, talking about the text, because they brought up the text or whatever, and is it just me or, like, I don't know. She doesn't act sad about Carter. 
Like, to me, when she talks about the text, it still seems like she wants Zende. Like, it doesn't seem like she's sad about Carter. It seems like she's shocked that he dumped her. Right. Yeah. That she can't believe that that he won't just understand and take her right back. Yeah. It was weird. And Zoe, like, leaves them, too. And then she goes and ambushes Carter in his office. Mm-hmm. And that I was like, what I wrote of all oh, places in his I, office. I was like, no. I was like, I was so nervous because, like, you know, most of the people on this show, they only need to come crawling back two, three times, shed a couple tears, tell you you're crazy for even being mad about it, and just forgive them. And they do. But remember, Carter isn't in the inner circle. He's an actual human being, like Finn. So when he sees this... I don't know, lunacy, basically. He's like, nah, get out of here with your nonsense. Mm-hmm. I, lo- yeah. I was like, yes, Carter, yes. Yeah, he, he was not playing. Because I even wrote, why is this girl doing this to him at his place of work? <laughs> uh-huh. Like, it's so rude. Yeah. And then, okay, so Flo, Flo is all happy because she got the job. Okay. Uh-huh. And um poor Carter's devastated. Uh-huh. Now we're gonna head over to Bill's office because again, Bill's in a mood. Hi, he Bill. Walks in, <laughs> right. He walks in and he goes, Wyatt, this is not a hangout for Fultons. I was like, Oh, here we go. He's in a right. mood. He calls him moon doggy. <laughs> <laughs> Called him Moon Doggy. He's like, this isn't the beach house. <laughs> like, <laughs> this isn't the beach house, Moon Doggy. <laughs> like, <laughs> I, I was like, what? <laughs> oh, poor Wyatt. He's always mean to Wyatt. But it's true. Like, you three live together. Like, do y'all really need to be? He's supposed to be working. Like, y'all. <laughs> it's true. He's never working. <laughs> And then Shauna asked Bill to give Flo another chance. And he doesn't really say much. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, whatever. Move on. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> um, back at Forrester, the Logans are introducing Flo to Carter because Carter walks in. Okay, here was my, this is my big uh, conspiracy theory, okay? Carter walks in and... I don't know if it's just me, but I swear him and Flo had like a, a, a little moment, like a second where he like walked in and looked at her and like stopped. And then she was like, <gasps> looked at him and they introduced him. And I was like, maybe, maybe this is trouble on the oh. horizon for Wyatt. Oh, I just felt like he was, like, surprised. Because it was kind of like a, mm, okay, I work for a business that is family-owned, okay? (laughs) So, yeah. So, God, yeah. Family-owned businesses. It's like, yeah, like me. I'm a manager. Everyone else in a high position, it's like mom, dad, both sons sister of mom, me. And it's like, I don't know, someone like Paris, someone like Carter. It's like, I mean, 
you kind of work for what you have. And then these people, even though someone who's done something terrible to them, they'll just turn around and be like, yeah, give them a job. And it's like, I don't know. I feel kind of weird sometimes when like certain situations happen and they just like make a decision and then they just tell you and you're kind of like, okay, cool. I get it. This is your place. This is your, you know, business. But like uh, you hired me in a specific position and I don't know, it's kind of disrespectful to Carter to just be told we're hiring this person. And I think it was kind of... uh, I didn't think of that. That's a good point. I forgot. I keep forgetting he's the boss. Yeah. And then also when they bring Flo in to meet Paris or whatever to tell tell Paris. Because, okay, right before they bring Flo in, Paris was on a phone call. And I guess it was looking to hire someone for something. And she had said, like, oh, I've been talking to a lot of good candidates. I'm getting excited about this, blah, 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 blah. And then they just walk in with Flo and they're like, yeah, we're hiring her. And Paris did kind of hesitate and, like, look and be like, oh, okay, cool, cool, cool. And then they walked out. And then Paris, I think Zenday was in there at the time. And they both were like, uh... Isn't she the one that stole the baby? Like, like what? Like what? So they kind of went that route for it. But in my mind, I was kind of like, that was kind of like, a, I don't know. What is that called? Nepotism. Yeah. <laughs> the nepotism. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Well, the Logans, I don't know. They're all excited and they're like bringing Flo around like she's a new toy or something. <laughs> Showing her off. And yeah, they the the confrontation. Well, I guess confrontation is not the right introduction. Word, but the introduction was awkward. Yeah, and I mean, I don't know. Maybe I'm just putting my own personal vibes on stuff. We don't need to get into that. But like, I don't know. I kind of felt like they were being told when they're in positions of maybe this should be a discussion, not a being told situation. You know? Yeah. Like, hey, we gave you guys these positions. Hey, Carter, you're COO. Hey, Paris, you're the head of whatever, I don't know. Foundation. Yeah, the whatever, help the homeless foundation, whatever it is. Like, they're in leadership positions. And you're not even ask. you're not even like discussing this with the people you put in positions to be leaders. (laughs) I did think, yeah, I totally agree. You're just bringing in this broad. And it'd be one thing if, okay, Paris, yeah, she was brought in because she's, you know, she was looked at because she was Zoe's sister. But she got the job because of her experience, because of her personality, because of her work ethic, like, because of those things. What experience does Flo have in this? What does she bring into the table? Oh, she's Mm. related to someone. (laughs) That's it. Yeah, no, you're right, because they made a point to say she's a Logan. Like, they're letting everybody know. They're parading her around like she's a Logan. Like, she's not to be messed with, is how I would take it. Don't question this, just roll with it. Yeah. And I get it, I do it on the daily, but I'm just like, mm. I don't, like I said, it might just be touching a personal vibe. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> But I didn't get, like, I didn't get, like, ooh, sexy vibes from Carter and Flo. I got a more, like, oh, I'm being told this right now? Oh, okay. 
Okay. Okay. I wasn't sure. I wanted to see what everybody's take was on it. Well, we'll see how it'll unfold. You're probably right. Knowing this show. (laughs) (laughs) But she see, it would have to be something. It would have to be something big because they're so in love. High school sweethearts. Mm -hmm. Imagine if you ended up with one of the guys you dated in high school. Unless they're like super rich doctor or something. Not my school. (laughs) No, mine either. (laughs) Anyway. Okay, so yeah, they they meet Flo, and now we head to the Forrester Mansion because Zenday has a surprise for. Paris. Oh, rewind just half a second. So there was a moment when Paris, like Zoe had took off to go ambush Carter and all that. And Zoe, or not Zoe, Paris and Zenday were talking. She literally had to explain how to be like a nice person to him. <laughs> what? Like, how did I miss that? Yeah, like they were having this whole long, com- like they were having a conversation and Paris was just being Paris, you know, the little the light of our lives and you know in this like you know perfect little angel that she is and like Zende was like all in awe and he was just like oh like how do you like like I don't and then she was like basically just had to explain to him what kindness is because he was like it's amazing to me how like you know you still you know stand up for Zoe and blah 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 like you know like like, I guess it went that route where he was like, you know, if she would have did that to me, I would have told her to kick rocks. And she was just like, no, like, blah, blah, blah. You got to understand. Da, da, da. She basically had to explain what kindness was to him. And he was like shocked and in <laughs> awe of her over it. No, yes. OK. I remember now. And I'm like, don't tell me he is a good person. Like, do not. T- like, he is trash. <laughs> like. <laughs> I, I, okay, I do remember now when everyone I, I didn't put that in now that you say it when everyone left the showroom. Yeah, he did say I have a surprise for you. And they were talking because she is so nice and supportive of Zoe. And he's yeah. you're right. He said, I don't know how you can like the way she is with you and how she treats you. I don't know how you could be so nice. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Sorry, guys. I totally forgot to put that in. Yeah, so that's another, like, uh, Zendy's trash, guys. Zendy's <laughs> trash. <laughs> not even a recyclable, not even, like, a glass bottle, not even a water bottle that you put in the blue bin. He is straight up trash. Mm, non, non-recyclable. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, you know what? I, I hate to say it. But I feel like he's going to be another Liam where we're supposed to believe that he's this super nice hero guy. But mm-hmm. then he's not. Yeah, because we still don't know what happened with him and uh, Nicole. Right. We still don't know, guys. And he did react when when uh, Carter said that to him. Oh, well, you were married and you just dumped your wife. He did react and say, that's not what happened. And then yeah. but Carter just ignored him and was like, whatever, and kept going. Well, because he was like, I don't believe anything you say anymore. Mm-hmm. So, whatever. But, yeah. So, just, you know, putting it out there. Zendy trash. 
So uh, now they head to the mansion. And I was like, this is what I wrote. Because I knew that you were going to say something. So this is what I wrote. Zenday's surprise is that he designed a dress for Paris. And go. Uh, was she going to like Sunday service and brunch afterwards? Like, I'm not sure at a nightclub because that's the vibe mm. I was getting. Like, oh, we're going to go to service and then we're all going to have breakfast after. But then after that, I'm going to the club. Mm. <laughs> like, it was strange. I loved the color. But I oh, felt yeah. like it was way too old for her. And it was kind of big. Yeah, it looked like, to me, um, like a dress an older, more mature person. Dude, everyone, everyone this week, like, that's what I'm saying, like, this 90s slash 70s vibe I'm getting from everybody. Like, okay, have y'all seen the episode um, of The Simpsons where Marge finds, like, that Chanel dress at the thrift store and then they go to the country club and she, like you know, alters it a whole bunch of times. Like, okay. <laughs> it's like a pink and black dress. No, no. She okay. alters it several times. Right? So right, right. Okay. I'm she does. Because it goes from like a, like a dress dress to like a pantsuit to like a, I don't know. It was like crazy. <laughs> like a, a romper. <laughs> yeah, like all kinds of stuff, but yeah. like all their clothes this week was reminding me of that. Like Shauna was wearing that yellow, like it was a very like Jackie O kind of vibe to a lot of people's outfits. But then there would be like these 90s, like flowery, high waisted things. And then there'd be the yarn shirts. And I'm just like, what is going on? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like it's, it's like it's they're nerd. trying to be young with older generation fashion, but it wasn't the young version. Like, okay, it's one thing, like, okay, if you're like, oh, I'm gonna dress 70s, but young 70s, I'm gonna wear some bell bottoms and like one of those leather, like fringy shirts, you know, like that's like, oh, okay. Yeah. Or there's like a mature woman of the 70s, and it's kind of like they're trying to mix young stuff from the 90s with older generational stuff from the 70s. He <laughs> said it's kind of like, what right. is happening to my eyes? <laughs> yeah. Oh, I know what I wanted to tell you. That wow. just reminded me. Uh, whenever we do the interviews, a lot of times we talk off camera for a little while. And one of the things that Matt, I can call him Matt now because we're besties. No, I'm oh, just joking, okay. guys. I'm just joking. Do you follow him on Instagram? Because that means you're besties. Yeah. So um, I'm just joking, guys. I'm really not like that. But one of the things he said that caught my attention, and I was like, I am going to remember that for Chelsea. He said that what they do is they send them, like they send each actor, actress, um, several outfits. And then they have to put the outfits on and take a photo and then send the photos to the de the wardrobe department. And then they get a message back of what they want, which one they want them to wear. And I was like, wow, that's okay. I was like, I'm going to remember that so I could tell Chels. So they have no say in what, what it is, what they wear. Okay, so then Donna must have like 
took somebody's muffin or like drank <laughs> someone's soda out of the like community fridge or something because they doing my girl wrong. <laughs> she still looks good though. Right. And then obviously Brooke sent someone an edible creation because she has been on point. So we're just gonna, I don't know what's going on. Donna, edible creation. It's cheap. Just send it to them. Get back on track, girl. Okay. So let's finish out this week. Sure. Paris and Zende also. Okay. So Zende, excuse me, sir. Excuse me, sir. <laughs> what did you do with Zoe? Oh, you put her in one of your designs. She looks so pretty. Oh. And then what did you have her do? You had her sing for you. What did you just do? You had her sister come to your house. Big baller, rich guy over here. Couldn't even get her a real, like, you know, masseuse spa vacation. No, let's do it in my living room. I mean, I don't, no shame if I came home and my dude had a whole, like, setup going on. That's one thing. We're poor, okay? But. <laughs> right, well, cater and stuff. You'd be like, dude, dude, did you win the lottery? Like, what right? I'm doing? like, did that stem hit? What's going on? <laughs> did we have a kid I didn't know about and we got double? Like, what's happening? But, like, in your living room, bro. Okay, I know, I know. They only have so many sets, blah, blah, blah. But anyway, let's get back to the point point, which is he put her in her dress and he made her sing for him. What did he have Zoe do? Put her in a dress and made her sing for him. You just blew my mind, Charles. I did not even put those two things together. Oh, my God. He is so gross. Thank you. Guys, uh, he just, he's playing her exactly the same way. Like, oh, my God, Charles. I didn't even think of that. He has a playbook. It's very short. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Oh, come on, dude. That's so skeevy. I didn't even think of that. Right. Right. And she's so sweet. I love her. I don't. And want she doesn't her. even know. She doesn't even know because her and Zoe don't even talk like that for her to know. Oh my god, you're so right. So she doesn't even realize he's making her feel so special. Oh, oh yeah, you're so oh. special. Even though I just did the same thing to your sister last month. <laughs> Oh, I hate him now. Good. <sighs> okay, now we got to get to the next part because Chelsea has to go to work soon. So this part was my favorite. Okay, we forgot to do scenes of the week. <laughs> Some, but this is my favorite. Okay, stalker Zoe just lets herself into Carter's apartment. And she puts on this long... Um, green gown and she's like standing on the stairs and I was like this is weird <laughs> yeah he comes home and she's like welcome home yes sparkle sparkle so- twinkle music blah 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 I was so nervous right then and she you know what I think made him so angry is she did the same exact thing that she's done every single time instead of saying I do not have feelings for him I do not know why I did that instead of saying something different anything different I want I was attracted to him and I wanted to have sex with him but I don't have feelings for him like anything different she says the same thing 
it's not like it's not really her fault. Like she's sorry, but but it wasn't really her fault because she can't trust men, and her dad hurt her, and that Enig said the same thing that she always does, and I think he just like I've had enough. Yeah, because she just kept with on her nonsense of, I was confused, I was confused. You know what? You ain't helping yourself. Okay, you're confused? Cool, I'll help you out. I'll make the decision for you. Bye. Right. And you know what I love? He said to her, I am not them. Yeah. And I was like, ooh. Finally, they gave Carter a story. Like, they gave him a chance to act. (laughs) And they didn't make him look like a simp. I was like, yeah, Carter, go. Because it's like, what she doesn't understand is just the fact that you were confused at all is insulting and heartbreaking to him because he was completely sure. He was 110% in. So if you're 100% in and someone turns around and tells you they were confused, like whether you did something or not, like that's hurtful. Very hurtful. That's like you. Could you imagine? Like you just made me look like a fool. Like wow. <laughs> no. Yeah. yeah. So they they're going back and forth, and he gets angry, right? And he straight says, "No, like we are done." He said, "You know what? You can keep that ring, but take it off. Don't wear it because I don't want any confusion." And I was like, "Damn." Oh, yeah. And he's like, I don't trust you. He's like, don't you get it? He's like, I don't trust you, period. We're done. And I was like, whoa. I was like, oh, thank you. Thank you, baby Jesus, because, man, I was nervous. I was nervous. All her crying and begging did not work. Nope. Nope. Which I was kind of surprised because Carter's so sweet. I was like, oh, my God, he's not going to make it. And that's how that weekends. So that brings us into the fourth week. Three, eight through three, twelve. Okay. Starts out at Forrester Creations. And Steffi's just basically telling Thomas how much she wishes the baby was Finn's. And how she just can't. She like she felt that it was Finn's. And and the whole Tom Thomas has this this look because he he's like constantly thinking about did Vinny do this to my sister? Like, oh my sister's suffering. Like, did Vinny do this? And Ridge comes in and um he's like, Did y'all hear about Carter and Zoe? Right? And blah blah blah. And then Thomas like, I gotta go and runs out. And they're both like, okay, that's weird. Yeah, I was just like, eh, poor Steffi. I got knocked up by the wrong guy. Eh. I'm just like, shut up, Steffi. I don't know. Maybe don't cheat on your boyfriend and you won't have the problem. Um, exactly. I feel sorry for you. <laughs> I really wanted it to be Finn's. Okay, well then only hump Finn. How about Thank that? Thank you. Thank you. Although I do feel a little bad for Steffi. You because are you know too kind, how, girl. You well, are too you kind. You know how um, I've been in a relationship before that was really unhealthy. 
And you know how sometimes you know that it's not good for you, but you like fall into the bad habits again. And you're like, why did I do that? I know that I shouldn't do it. I think a little bit is that she's so comfortable with him that it's almost like second nature. It's not an excuse, but I do have a little more sympathy for her. Well, I wanted to shout out the person who sent me the message about Steffi. Because to be honest, I think, I know you don't agree, Chels, but I do think Liam has a lot of pull with these women and I don't like it. I think that he is on the borderline of being very uh, mentally abusive. And and um, maybe I do need to give Steffi a slight break. All right. And I mean slight. <laughs> Look, what I'm going to tell you right now. I've had many a friend. I've done it myself. I am not saying that I have not been in a relationship that was toxic and I should have got out and I didn't or I did the yo-yo thing or, and I have friends that do the yo-yo thing and this, that, and the other. But there is a certain point where you have to take personal responsibility. Like, yes, someone is doing something to you, but at the same time, you're allowing it. And Things can happen a few times, but then it becomes a pattern and I get it's hard to break a pattern, but it's like at some point, I feel like people get addicted to the drama. I feel like people get addicted to like being in a crazy situation where I've also seen people who like never have like healthy relationships because that's not what they're used to. They're used to the crazy. They like the, the crazy is comfort to them. And that's not okay. Right. So at some point, you have to take a look at yourself and be like, hey, I'm choosing to be with this person. I know this person does terrible things, but I'm choosing to be there. So like at what point is it them and at what point is it you? Okay, I found it. It is your fave, Keisha, I think. It's your fave, K-I-E-S-H. Thank you for the message. And basically she put, ladies, I'm disappointed in the Steffi blaming. But in Liam's defense, she don't like that either. And the in Liam's defense. (laughs) On the latest podcast, Liam deserves even more smoke than Steffi because he was the married one. He made the decision to drive all the way to Steffi's and you guys completely glossed over all the stuff he said to Steffi that night. Steffi also encouraged him at least twice to go home to Hope. And he was the one that had his mind made up. The alcohol didn't impair his decision-making that much because he literally said, I don't regret anything the next day. That's all the stuff Hope and Brooke need to hear, like if they heard that, you know. Steffi has always been in love with Liam. And, of course, she fell for the seductive lines he fed her. All right, if Steffi was completely single... Maybe I would go down this road with you, 
but the same reasons that it's not cool for what Liam did. Yes, it's it is worse because he is married. But Steffi was in a relationship. Steffi's going around to the world telling him how much she loves him. Oh, I love Finn. I love Finn. I love Finn. So really, what's the damn difference? Oh, because Liam and Hope signed a paper. Obviously, it don't mean crap to him. So I'm not going to put respect on marriage for him because obviously it don't matter. So really, what is the difference? Mm. So do you not want us to be upset that Steffi hurt Hope? Or, but we're just going to pretend like Steffi didn't hurt Finn. And if you're going to come at me with, oh, Finn's forgiving her. So damn what? I can still think it's crap. Yeah. No, you absolutely have the right to to be mad at whoever you want. Um, One thing she did say that I do agree with is Liam is trash. (laughs) Yeah, Liam is trash. That we all three agree on. They're both trash. If, If this situation was... Liam's married with Hope, they're playing family, and this all played out, and Steffi was single. I would look at it differently. But Steffi was also in a committed relationship. Steffi also, the next day, ran to Finn, put her arms around him, kissy, huggy, I love you, banged him out. So, uh, yeah, I'm still going to give, I'm still going to give Steffi grief. If you want me to lay off the fact that who she banged out, fine. Okay. Whatever. Cool. Yeah. Fine. But she wasn't single either. True. She she cheating too. That is true. So, see, it's a debate, definitely. I, I think that they're uh... both equally responsible. I don't think either one should get a pass. I really don't. Nope. I don't think either should get the pass. I'm not blaming either one more than the other. Both of them were in committed relationships and both of them made that decision. Right. So both of them, in my mind, it's not equal because I do think marriage is something important and is at a higher standard than just dating someone. So I do think Liam is worse, but Steffi is not far behind. Right. And guys, I can't help but re- you got to remember that Steffi also slept with Liam's father. Mm-hmm. So, like, come on, girl. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, what are you thinking? This is the second time she didn't know who the dad was. Right. So. I'm just, uh, it's just, ugh. the whole thing is, ugh. the whole thing's weird to me. It was unnecessary, in my opinion. It was you. <laughs> so back at the loft, we covered this already, but basically um, Carter's like, take the ring off. So she takes the ring off and she leaves it on the table. But before she leaves, she's like, I promise that I'm going to win your trust back. And when she was walking out, I was like, oh, I hope not. It's I mean, the dress was a perfect fit because it was like a snaky green and she is snake. True. So true. So, uh, back at the Forrester Mansion, Zenday wants to know if his evil plan worked. And I was like, I immediately thought of you, Chelsea. Because <laughs> he, he literally says, is my evil plan working? I guess to make her fall for him. Right? I was like, oh, no. 
And uh, she sings. She sings, and he's like, "Oh, it's so great!" And this is not good, guys. This is not good. Nope. Don't like it. Don't like it. Then, oh my! Uh, you know what? I'm. I am about to lose my patience with Zoe. Okay, because she again goes and finds Ridge and then begs Ridge to talk to Carter for her. And I'm like, what is wrong with you? This was slightly funny to me, though, because like Ridge tells her deal with your consequences. And I'm like, when have you ever dealt with your consequences, Ridge? That is true. He but is, it's fine. It's fine. Ridge is a big hypocrite, you know. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. So it's like, I'm not unaware. I'm not unaware, guys. But I just kind of like that Zoe's being told, nah, it ain't going to work on him. It ain't going to work on me. No, 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 no. <laughs> no, no. And no. you know what? What really, I just don't understand why they're writing her this way. Because she does herself no favors. Instead of going to Ridge and saying how how sorry she is, she goes, well, I guess you're happy. And he looked, oh, the look he gave her. I thought he was going to fire her. He looks at her and he's like, you think seeing my friend in pain and hurting makes me happy? And I was like, girl, you are so stupid. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I was like, what is wrong with you? Because she can't help it. Like, she goes to Ridge trying to be, like, pathetic, wounded animal like i'm so sorry blah 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 and then when he's like no i'm not gonna help you she snaps to the real her and she gets catty and like meh well then this is your fault me and carter'd be back together but you won't help me ridge so now it's your fault yeah this girl is delusional okay yeah used to talk to her cat guys cat disappeared wow so okay this is happening in one office, in the executive office. So across in the design office, Paris is in there, and she's working, minding her business. Zoe comes in, storms in, slams the door, and she's ranting. Carter called off the engagement, and it's all your fault. It's all because of you. And I was like, oh, we're going to do this again, are we? Yeah, she back on her BS. How is this? In any way, Paris's fault. Yeah, no, still blaming everyone else. Always someone else's fault. And she said, Paris, you screwed everything up. What? But notice, okay, notice. And this is where I go back to my, she don't seem sad that Carter's actually gone. She's just shocked he's not taking her back. She still, when she talks about that text, she still is like, you know, sounds like she, you know, like the way she talks about the text, it's still an opening to her. And I'm just like, girl, notice she's never blamed Zende. She's wow. blamed Paris. She's blamed Paris for it at this point. She's gotten snappy because Ridge won't help her get him back. <laughs> but has she turned around and tried to blame Zende yet? No. Why? No, Why? she has not. Because you would think that would be her very first scapegoat would be like, no, he was coming on to me. It was him. But she ain't doing that. Why? Because she still wants that door to be open. And then she's like, I can't stand it anymore. I want you gone. And she's like opening the door, like, like of the office, like get out. And I'm like, this, uh-uh, 
Girl, you got no pull. Uh-uh. You got no pull. Uh-uh. So then now we go to the lab. Okay. And this was hysterical. So Thomas finds Vinny at the lab and he's like, warning Vinny, you know, you, you, you got to tell me the truth and this and that. And is whose baby and did you do it? And it's like real dramatic. And, and, uh, he's like, remember when we were in school and you used to steal the answer sheet from the teacher for me? He's like, is that what happened? Is that what? Oh my God. Yeah. Is he was that going on. happening? <laughs> he's like, I've forgiven. Like I look past so many things. I look past the drugs. I, I make like, you know, you justify the drugs. You justify this. Like, just tell me, just tell me. And, and then, he's like, show me the results right now. Just show me. Yeah. And then Finn cracking the door. Finn is listening to Vinny and Thomas fighting. And yep. he, at first, he doesn't know what, like, he, he's listening because he doesn't know what the heck's going on. Because when he's listening at first, Vinny and Thomas are talking about hope. Yeah. And so he don't really know what's going on, but he wants to hear what the heck they're talking about. Who wouldn't? And um, Thomas is like, Vinny, did you change the test results? Did you do that? Did you? And then Finn walks in all dramatic and he goes, did you? I would like to know that too. Yeah. And I'm sorry, I'm terrible, but I really wish, because there was like a long dramatic pause, I wish Vinny would have looked at him and been like, it's neither of you them. Oh, that would have been something. I would have been like, ah! I would have died, guys. I would have fell off the couch. Bury me, I'm dead. I don't, uh, donate to charity in lieu of flowers. Like, oh my goodness. I was like, I wanted it so bad. You know, the 80s soap in me was like, Tell him it's neither. <laughs> All right. <laughs> oh, that would have been great. <laughs> yeah. But no. So, okay. So then it goes to the cabin. And is this, I don't know if this is where you're at, but it goes to the cabin and Hope is telling Brooke. Basically, she don't know if she can forgive Liam. Like, yeah. she wants to because she loves him, but it just keeps playing in her head. The, like, she can't get it out of her head that that he would go to Steffi, like, so easily. Instead of just coming to her and saying, what the hell? Yeah. Or, you know, like, do what, what she cannot understand or get over it. And I totally get it. Because I would, that would drive me nuts. I would want to know why you did it. Because yeah. we can't fix it unless we know the problem. Like, unless we know what, why do you keep doing this? Yeah. So, of course, well, actually, I shouldn't say that. Because I expected Brooke to say, you got to forgive him. You you got to forgive him. But to my surprise, she actually said, um, I hope that y'all could work it out. Because I know you love him. But, um... I'm here for you no matter what. And if if that's not what you want and you don't think you can forgive them, then I'm here for you. And that's that. Like, you have to do what's best for you. And I was like, what? Did yeah. she just say that? 
I was surprised I was like, too. <laughs> well, I mean, I think Brooke's kind of over there BS too. I mean, she don't really like Steffi. <laughs> so she's kind of like, oh. Yeah. And, okay, this rocked me, okay? Because I this came out of, like, the this just came out of left field. It came out of the blue. I don't understand. Like, they, this just came out of nowhere. So we were at Forrester, right? And Ridge and Steffi are talking. And Ridge is like, oh, Finn's so great, blah, blah, blah. The same thing they always talk about, right? You're so lucky. And out of the blue, Steffi says, I've made a decision. Excuse me, what? Uh. And I'm like, what is this decision? Uh What is it? And she says, uh, basically, she can't put Finn through this. She loves him too much. It's not fair. She thinks he's going to resent her. And the best thing for her to do is to go to Paris. And I was, like, blindsided. I was like, what? Yeah. Even Ridge was like, "Uh, he just told you he's never going to leave you. He loves you. Oh, yeah. Ridge Ridge was in shock. Yeah. He was was like, what? What? what?" Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. She's like, don't worry. I'll still be the whatever. I'll still run stuff from there and blah, blah, blah. Like, and he's just like, "Uh uh-huh. He's also only the babysitter knows. Yeah, he was he was not happy. Yeah. Yeah, run yeah. away, Steffi. Run away. That's that's a solution. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That always helps matters. So now we head back to the lab and the big reveal. Okay. What what was funny to me, and I don't know, I'm sure you caught this, is that did you notice? Vinny admits that he did it, right? Uh-huh. But then they go through this whole thing again where Vinny's like, why are you guys attacking me? And they're like, tell us the truth. Tell us the truth. And I was like, did I miss something? Yeah, because it was crazy. <laughs> so like Thomas is like demanding to see the results. And he's like, bro, like HIPAA. I can't show you someone's medical stuff. He's like, no, we all know what's going on with her. So just show me. And he's like, no, I'm not going to show you the damn computer. Like, what are you talking about? Yeah. And then, yeah, it gets wild. Because he says that he did it. Like, they put him on the spot, right? Mm. And he's like, okay, fine, fine. And 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 then they proceeded to to grill him, though, again, right? And he... Mm-hmm. And, and, and I was like, uh, he already said he did it? I was like, maybe I need to rewind. Maybe I misheard that. I was like, why are they harassing him? He already admitted yeah, it. Yeah, because Finn was going. He was like, I am a doctor at this hospital. I will find out. So yeah. just tell me. And like, yeah, it's it gets crazy. I don't know. I didn't really hear him admit it at that point. Like, he was still kind of being like, uh, uh, uh. But... Then it, I thought I heard him say. I heard it, fine, but fine. not yet. Okay, so they're like in his face, you know, and they're pr- Thomas is pressuring him. You gotta come clean. You gotta come clean. And it was so funny, Thomas. Okay, so Thomas lunges at Vinny, and Vinny punches Thomas. Oh, 
So Thomas falls. <laughs> yeah. And then Finn's like, what the hell? So then Finn launches himself across the lab at Vinny, and then he punches Vinny in the face. Yeah. And they're all yelling, and so finally Vinny's like, okay, I did it, I did it. God, guys, come on. <laughs> I did it for you, Thomas. Yeah, and it was, yeah, that's when he said it, when he was on the ground. Like, that's when I heard him say it. And then he, like, they're, like, yelling at him. And he's, like, I did it for you. I did it for you. Blah, blah, blah. And then he's, like, oh, my God, I'm going to get fired. And then he runs out. <laughs> it was the best thing ever. Yeah, it was, it was so like. so funny. It was, like, those old Batman cartoons where they don't actually make contact and you don't see anything. Yeah. It's, like, you'd see the punch coming. Like, they should have had those. We were talking about it earlier. They needed those, yeah. like, flashes where it goes. Boom, pow, bang. Yeah. <laughs> Boom, wham. Yeah. I, that would have been awesome because you don't see the punch connect, but you see the person throw it and then the other person like falling onto the ground. And it was great. Like it was hilarious. And and Finn, wow, this is the first time we've seen Finn. That's why that upset. Like, yeah. And he, and he's like, I'm not going to jail, man. <laughs> yeah. He fucking ran. Yeah, it was it was crazy. But I don't know. But that's also, I'm like, hello, Finn gets crazy eyes. Finn's punching people. Mm. Finn might have another side. It's always those calm, quiet ones you got to worry about. Mm-hmm. Us loudies, you know when it's coming. <laughs> but yeah, it was it was it was funny. It was good. I mean, you know, we know they can't get too close for each other. They can't really be touching and stuff. So for to throw a fight in there, it, it was all right. It was all right. I'll take it. <laughs> yeah. So that happens, and you're like, okay, okay. So Finn is the father. And I was so relieved. I haven't been that relieved in a while, I'm telling you. I was so happy. Uh, I was still like, okay, how many episodes is it going to take for them to actually tell the people who need to know this? Right. Mm. Oh, so now we're going to go to the cabin, okay? And Liam shows up. And it it's just normal Liam, right? He, He's he, sorry. He sucks. He wants her back. Yada, yada. She's the best stepmom. You know, it's Liam. Then he leaves, right? Because he loves her and blah, blah, blah. And then he leaves. So Hope's by herself. And the door flies open. And Thomas busts in. And he's like, I got something amazing to tell you. And she's just like, uh, okay. She looks ner She looks scared, though. Yeah, she's she like, does. uh, what? 
What so exactly? over at Steffi's, we see a scene with Steffi. And basically what she's doing is she's like all sad and she's thinking about Finn and she's getting ready to go to the airport. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she's having the montages. They're making mm-hmm. out. Yeah. So on and so forth. And meanwhile, at the same time, Finn has ran to Forrester. Okay, not literally ran, but you know what I mean. He Finn teleported has- <laughs> because this is LA and you don't get anywhere in less than an hour. But okay, he teleported. <laughs> okay, Finn teleports <laughs> to Forrester. And... um. I was so happy because Ridge went against Steffi's wishes and he told, he straight up told Finn. He didn't even have to like beat it out of him or anything. He just told him, oh, you know what? Steffi's going to be mad, but here's what she said. (laughs) And he's like, what? She's leaving. Right. So then Finn takes off running to go to Malibu, which how long would it take you from LA to Malibu? Yeah. You don't get anywhere. Everything's an hour. It takes it takes an hour to go thirty miles. Wow, on a freeway, <laughs> like or Dang. highway, expressway, whatever your region calls it, the big thing. That's crazy. So yeah. he takes off to go find Steffi, and at the cliff house, Steffi's all sad. And suddenly, it was so dramatic, because we're on location, right? They're outside. Suddenly, she hears him calling her name. And he comes around the corner, and, oh, it was sweet, though. It's all dramatic. And he runs up to her, and he's like, I have the most incredible news. But I'm going to tell you guys, this drove me nuts. Did this drive you nuts? You because know. it took a hundred years for him to tell her. I was like, spit it out, Finn. Yep. But he has, he's like, I have the most incredible news, right? Yeah, and Thomas, the- too, was taking a long time to spit it out. Right? You're like, would you just spit it out, dude? God. Yeah, but Finn was being even more ridiculous about it because he's just letting Steffi go on and on about like, I can't hurt you like that. And blah, blah, blah. Like all these, like, and she's just going on and on and on. And he's just like smiling at her and laughing and kind like in her eyes, she's like, she's like, why are you not reacting appropriately right now? You're supposed to be begging me to stay. You should be like really upset. And you're like <laughs> laughing. Like what is going on? Like, and hope, when Hope and Thomas are talking, at first she seems scared. And he's like, no, it's great. It's great. And he's like, Vinny, blah, blah, blah. And she's like, yeah, your friend Vinny. Okay, what happened with Vinny? Wait, what happened to your face? Did you get in a fight? Like, she's like, what is going on? I know. And she, <laughs> okay, so Thomas is all excited. And you're right. She's very leery. She's like, mm. and then he's beat up. So she's like, what the heck? But yeah, it takes forever. I'm like, would you say something? He he's t- he's talking, but n- he's not saying anything. <laughs> yeah. He's rambling. The and same I'm like, with like, it out. 
with Finn too. Finn, I'm like, okay, Finn, you're being too polite by letting her say as like, like he's trying, like he's not interrupting her. He's just letting her babble. And I'm like, okay, you're being too polite. Like cut her off and just <laughs> <know>. tell her. <laughs> tell her to shut the hell up. And then, um, so at the cabin, right? Thomas is like all tongue tied. He's trying to get the story out. And he's like, Vinny works at the lab. And, da, da, da. and she's just like, trying to follow you know and she's like i don't get it and he's like okay well let me explain this is what happened and she and so he finally says Vinny altered the test the baby is not liam's the baby is finn's and hope is speechless like she's frozen. just standing there with her mouth open like what frozen just like yeah ah. And over at Steffi's house, after a lot of talking, I love you. I love you. I have to set you free. And I'm like, stop her. I swear this was worse than The Bachelor. And he's just letting her talk and talk. And Steffi's like, you're so amazing. Blah, blah, blah. So then he still hasn't said it. He gets down on one knee and he proposes to her. And I'm like, is, he's not going to say it. He's not going to say it. And I was like, you have to say it. Yeah. I was having a nervous breakdown. I just couldn't believe, like, he didn't say it. Like, he proposed to her, but he didn't say it. I was like, that would have been the first thing I said. Oh, yeah. Like, I would have ran up like, Stevie, it's my baby. It's my baby. <laughs> I would have been yelling, like, from the car. Or from, I would have been calling her phone. And if she wouldn't answer, I'd be, like, yelling as I'm getting out of the car. It's mine. It's yeah. mine. <laughs> yeah, for real. Like, what? Yeah. The week ends with Ben proposing. And... It's a cliffhanger because he proposes and he doesn't even tell her he's the he's the baby's daddy yet. Yep. So um, we're left with my cliffhanger, but at least we know, right? We know. We just don't know her reaction yet, but we know it's Ben's baby, which I'm very happy about. Yep. They left us on a cliffhanger on the cliff house. Great. Yeah. Great. Great. Sure. Great. 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 So. We did a million weeks, so we're not going to do scene of the week. I'm just going to say scene of the month. <laughs> <laughs> it, I'm giving it to Carter when he tells Zoe, leave the ring. Like, you can keep the ring. Leave it on the table. Mm, Carter, yeah. Carter, Carter. I agree. I think Carter should get the scene because it was so good. Like, he was so... And and it was shocking because I didn't expect him to react that way. So I liked it even more because I thought that that all her tears, I thought he would like yeah. start feeling sorry for her. Because everyone does, dude. Like that's all you have to do is go and cry and say you're sorry and be like, you just got to understand. And then they go, oh, okay, I just got to understand. Okay, I understand. <laughs> right. <laughs> like Liam, why can't you just forgive me? Like, you see, I'm on my knees. This is what like, we do best. Give me. You know, I, you know, this is how it happens. This is what you happens. You just gotta understand. I was upset for half a second, so I have to go bang my ex, you know? 
Right. No big deal. No big deal. Totally (laughs) normal. So that brings us to the end of the episode. Poor Chelsea has to go to work. Yeah, because I'm I'm poor. Dog alert. She won't stop making noise. Stop. Oh, she mad about it. She, I take that growl if she agrees with me. <laughs> All right, guys. <laughs> Thank you guys so much for listening. And we really appreciate your support. Don't forget to send in your fan fiction. And you can get in touch with us at The Bold and Beautiful Podcast on all the socials. Have a good week. Until next time. Bye, guys. Bye.